Welcome to the Holistically Healthy Podcast, where I, Sedona Treganing, nutritional therapy practitioner and NASM certified trainer, bust health myths and teach you how to become the healthiest, most confident version of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. I have our coach, Lauren, here today. And we're going to talk about something super interesting that sounds kind of weird, but it's going to make a lot of sense by the end of the podcast. What it is, is the concept of letting go. If you guys follow my Instagram, and if you don't, you should, but if you follow my Instagram, I've posted about this book so many times. I've read it four times now, and it has been the most impactful book that I've ever read. And it is Letting Go. That's the title. And it's by David Hawkins. And it just goes over the concept of, like I said, letting things go. And I think that this has been so life-changing for me in all aspects of my life. But we also wanted to talk about it because we find that a really big barrier to clients not seeing progress is their inability to kind of let things go. I think one of the biggest examples of clients not being able to kind of expand their eyeballs and look at everything else that comes with not only working with a coach, but working on their own health and wellness journey is, for example, coming into a program or doing your own journey and saying, I need to lose 10 pounds or I need to lose two pant sizes, that type of vibe. And when you're going on this journey, and maybe you, whoever's listening, has done something like this before, maybe you want to gain 10 pounds, whatever it is, it's something on the scale, right? Like it usually is. And you're on this journey and every single day you weigh in. Every single week you check your pants to see if they're any looser. And along the way, you might feel some wins because maybe sometimes the scale goes down. Maybe sometimes you feel really beat up by yourself because the scale's not moving. Maybe you fully give up altogether because the scale didn't do what you want. But the whole time, maybe on that 10-week journey that you were on, if you made it that far, let's be honest, usually if you're focusing on just the scale, you don't make it that far. You forgot to notice things like your energy levels, your mood, your relationship with people around you, whether or not you were actually happy every single day, quality of food, quality of sleep, amount of stress that you have. And I think that is probably one of the most relatable aspects of the concept of letting go with something that people have a really hard time letting go is their weight and the scale and things that they view as really, really important. Yeah, no, that's a really good example because I have a client right now who was very focused on losing 50 pounds by August. And so she was doing really well in the beginning of the year. She was losing weight. She was so happy. Like she was like, this is the happiest I've ever been because she's getting closer to the goal. And then something happened at work very stressful. She had to work an overnight a couple times, which she'd never done before. And her weight was, and this is like Marshall's crazy. I didn't even know they did that, but her weight stopped going down and she was getting so frustrated and she was getting more anxious because she's like, this date is approaching, this end day is approaching and her weight has continued to go up and it's been a huge struggle. And so now we're really trying to reprogram her mindset. But again, if she just let go of the idea that she had to lose that weight, she probably would have still been losing weight right now. So that is a really good example. And for me, where I just identified as my health issues, when I was really dealing with my digestive issues, it was just consumed me, which makes sense. I mean, when you can't go to the bathroom, 
when you are super bloated, just super anxious because we know our gut and our brain are connected. It can just take over your life just wanting to feel normal again. That was all I thought about. So it was making my anxiety worse. And when my anxiety was worse because I was I felt like I wasn't feeling better, my gut was worse. So again, when I finally learned to let go and just do what I could do, like back off on training, let go of that, let go of the idea that I had to get rid of my skin issues, which in reality, if I didn't look in the mirror, I didn't even notice they were there. So when I started to let go of all of these things, I eventually did start to heal. So that's another really good oh, example. I love that love that you're able to come out of that because I feel like it's really about perspective when you're teaching someone else on it you have to have gone through something like that I can absolutely relate and I think one of the biggest factors for me in the past was kind of that like tying into binging restricting with letting go I would find that if I was always hyper fixated on the scale or needing to see that go down the minute I got like a diet break or a like going into maintenance phase with my coach or adding a little bit more calories back in. It was like, oh, well, if I'm not focusing on seeing this go down right now, I might as well completely go to the other side of the spectrum and just not give a flying F about anything because I was no longer so hyper fixated on that one goal. And having long since come out of that, I think the biggest factor having changed is like obviously not caring about the scale but when you go through those different phases and if you're working with a coach right now or maybe you're not at some point in your life you might go through a few different dieting phases like maintenance reverse and cut because that's how you support your metabolism but that's a whole nother episode in and of itself and being able to recognize that it's about a lot of other things than just how much you're eating and what the scale is doing and for me that just being such a game changer with focusing on habits and lifestyle and stress and sleep and realizing that those are the things that actually help you see the results and maintain them. Whereas in the past, I was never maintaining that weight loss that I was having because every time I stopped trying to just see the scale go lower and lower, it was a complete loss of control without having that one singular goal to focus on. Yeah. And I think that's interesting too, something to think about because people are probably like, oh, so I just let go and I just pray to the universe or whatever, spirit, whatever it is that my goals will come to me. Awesome. No, it doesn't work like that. It's still putting in effort. Like you said, like you can't just be like F it, you know, it's still putting in effort to that goal, but it's not being so obsessed and consumed with that end goal is basically what we're talking about. So something else that I thought was really interesting too, because I know like, so the people that we work with and people that have digestive issues and just people in general who deal with a lot of stress, I feel like this could be another good way to kind of relate this just to everyday life because it doesn't have to be just your fitness um, and health goals. But I was telling Lauren earlier about how I had always struggled with relationships and how I growing up felt like I couldn't basically like be loved. And so I would be obsessed with the gym, be obsessed with looking a certain way and acting a certain way, listening to certain music. I came away from myself, which side note, a lot of people are like, I want to become my best self. No, it's really just coming back to yourself, who you truly are. So I strayed so far away from that, wanting to be loved because I thought that that's what people would love about me, that the people I was attracting weren't attracted to my genuine self. And so that also led to some anxiety because I was like, something feels off in this relationship. And again, it was I was never being myself. So the past couple of years, especially ever since I read this book, 
I also just let go of the idea that I'm not lovable or that I need to find love. And I've been able to come back to myself. You know, I I learned that I like hiking and I like going barefoot in waterfalls and going to farmer's markets. So that's another really good example of just, you know, not giving up on everything, but just letting go of it and just being present, doing what feels good to you. Oh, I love that. Wait, that inspired me to share. And I have told no one but my therapist this fun (laughs) fact about letting go. But it's so in line with that. And I know that if I'm thinking it, there's so many other people who are too, um, is this concept of letting go of the, it's kind of similar to yours, letting go of the need for people to love you how you would love them. And I really on a friendship level for me, but I've spent so long in my past, I would say my love language is gift giving extravagant, I will buy you 25 cakes. If I love you, I would drive across the country for you type of vibe. And as my therapist has shared, not the answer for other people to have to give back to you. But a lot of people don't recognize that. They expect to be loved in the way that they would give out love. And so being able to just let go of that expectation of other people and how they should treat you is also super transformative. When you apply it, to stacking to, if you ask yourself, how would I want that person to love me? And then you do that for yourself. So that way you're no longer having to rely on anyone else to provide that type of support for you. Plus that's just like ultimate self-love. It's so much more fun in my opinion because you're not relying on anyone else to meet your expectations that they don't even know that you have for them. Yeah, definitely. That reminds me too of how much fun I've been having that's another thing I was like oh I can't have friends but honestly so I would always try and like make friends I don't even care at this point like I just took myself like I I just traveled across the United States took myself on a vacation had so much fun I just did a weekend trip the other day and it's not to say that you should always be alone like there is something in community or like as human beings we're supposed to have a community to be happy but it's also being able to to do what you want to do I know we're kind of straying off topic here And I think that that's also really helpful. And actually, I wanted you to talk about what we were talking about before with the when you have like a thought kind of like working backwards on that thought. Yeah. So a really good way to think about what you believe and how that can alter all of all of your future. And it's the same concept as letting go. We want to let go of certain thoughts and beliefs that we have in order to transform them into beliefs that serve us, that help us hit these goals or these big goals that we have, whether that be like lifestyle goals and things like that. And I'm going to use an example, but you can think of any type of negative belief that you've had or one that you don't think is serving you anymore. My belief is going to be any scale weight or anything I gain on this scale is fat or is bad or the scale going up is horrible, something like that. In the past, that thought has never served me. It's only ever made me feel unworthy, guilty, um, wishy-washy on my goals. Nothing good has come from that thought. And I know that you guys can probably think of maybe a multitude of thoughts that have made you feel like that. And I want you to think of any time that you say that to yourself. Maybe you've been saying that to yourself for the past 25 years, right? Like this thought is something that has always come up. And that's going to be what we call a belief. A belief is just something you've thought over and over and over again. And that's why you believe it. 
because in the past you've had maybe some events that you thought made that sound true and your brain is just used to repeating it. Honestly, it's an easy sentence for your brain to say. Now, if you're in this period of your life where you want to transform and you want to stop believing these things, it's not enough to just say, oh, I'm not believing that anymore. You can't just have a blank space where your brain wants to put a sentence. So I want you to ask yourself, is this a thought that I want to change? If the answer is yes, obviously keep listening. Um, if not, maybe ask yourself why not. Maybe it is serving you in a positive way. I want you to ask yourself, do you know of an alternative thought that you could think when you think that negative one? If you don't and you're listening to this and you're not a client, you are more than welcome to message either of us and we can just help you think of an alternative thought. Like super easy. We'd love to help you. And then offer that alternative thought the next time you think it. So for example, stepping on the scale, if I were to weigh myself um, in the past, I would have thought if it was up, oh my God, I gained so much fat. I gained two pounds of fat on Sunday alone. Something like that, like something horrific. <laughs> um, and instead, I would say, even if my brain thought it, don't consider yourself a lost cause. Your brain is literally programmed to think that because it's something you think all the time. I would say, no, that's not fat. Don't worry. It's just inflammation, stress, bloating, poor sleep. Like It's just a laundry list of other things. And the scale doesn't define my self-worth. And you can repeat that before you get on the scale, after, during, all of those types of things. And a little bonus is if you want to further ingrain this new thought into your brain, you can write it in your journal in the morning in your affirmations. You can say it in the mirror. And then the best way to ingrain it is going to be to educate yourself on it. So don't just take our word for it. Do some research if you want, like, or ask us for a few facts to back up your thought, knowing how a reverse diet works so you know it's not just some horrific term to make you fat. Things like that and actually learning the science behind things is going to be how you empower yourself to stop listening to just other beliefs that other people have. Make sure that what you're actually choosing to believe is something that you can back up and actually understand. Yeah, that's so important. There's so many cool stories of people who have reversed even just bodily conditions like any medical conditions just from like changing the way they think because where your mind is your body does follow even the other day so I have always struggled with like bumps on my arms like chicken skin and I would always I this is so funny okay I've never told anyone this um but in my head so I do like obsessive like compulsive things sometimes when I get like anxious and I'm not present in my body which I've been working on but I would be like oh I hope there's like a something I can like pop you know, or like a blackhead on my face. I'd be like, I hope there's something there to pop. And so recently I've been like, no, I don't want that. I don't want. So I've been trying to reprogram it. Honestly, my skin looks better. And it's so interesting how that works. And that's just one example. But also the bloating. I think a lot of times a lot of us think that we are bloated more than we actually are. And so if we're always, oh, I'm just always bloated. God, I feel bloated right now. You're probably going to be bloated. It's like this weird thing where it manifests the more you say it. There's so many examples. But yeah, like you said, just notice things that aren't serving you. Start being present. Maybe even journal. Like what are thoughts that I have throughout the day that, that are not doing well for me? And then start reprogramming your mind. Yes, I love that. Just being present. Like challenge you to open the notes app in your phone anytime you think of something negative. Or something that you're just like, oh, I wouldn't say that to my best friend or I wouldn't say that to my partner and recognizing them even just 
even just recognizing them if you don't have an alternative sentence to say in place of it is going to be a lot better than letting it go unnoticed. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we we covered some good stuff here. I don't want to make the episode too long because I want you guys to actually absorb everything we said. But do you have anything else that you feel like would be helpful in terms of like letting go or just reprogramming your thoughts? Yes. Just kind of a action step. If you're listening to this and you think, well, this episode is great, but like, where the heck do I go from here? Being able to maybe write down five negative sentences that aren't serving you, physically write them down, and then take the next week and try and see how many times they pop up and just be able to be aware of them will really help you actually take this episode into impact. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I find too, like also, I never write things on my phone because I despise checking my phone outside of work. (laughs) So also a little notepad could be fun too. It's just like the whole concept of you're probably going to drink more water if you have a straw. So make it fun. (laughs) Yeah. Make it fun so that you actually do it and take this stuff seriously because if something recently I've been realizing how much we think we're like bound by certain things in our lives. Like some people just really feel like they're stuck the way that they are and it's so frustrating to me because you can totally change and I've seen it happen. So, you know, definitely take this advice and, and apply it and just know that yeah, you're you're a powerful human and you can change the way you think. So thank you so much, Lauren. And we'll put her Instagram in the show notes along with mine. And if you guys want to work with us, then um, you can always message us on Instagram or just click the links in our bio because we have applications there. But thank you so much. And we will see you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Holistically Healthy Podcast. If you enjoyed, make sure to leave a review as I will be picking one of you to win a free consultation with me every quarter. If you want more information or immediate help, head to www.wholenothingback.net and apply for coaching.